Hello and welcome to Bit and Bright Radioactive Podcast where we give powers to a name. We are here to create a superhero from scratch using a random name generator from the internet selected by me, your host, Dean McKnight. Hello, come on in, take a seat. Um, and bear witness to the most wonderful thing in um, our society, the birth of a new fictional character. Uh, joining me in the uh, OR, I, I guess, is what we're going for today, is um, Nurse Joshua Randall and Dr. Jade Sarson. Hello. Um, scrub up. Yep. Scrub in. Uh, s- scrub on. Is that, is that what doctors say at the start of surgery? Um, scrub on. It's like yeah. a, this is the new Shonen Doctor series. Like, where they will announce on. like their their doctory moves. It's like swab on a stick. <laughs> Everyone, you know, the main doctor. They put out a little. They put out their hand. There's a bar of soap in there. Everyone else puts their hand, their little fingers <laughs> on the bar of soap. Give a little rub. You scrub up, and then they all just wash <laughs> their hands. Um. What 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 do they say when they need their brow wiping? Like napkin, not napkin. <laughs> napkin. Um. <laughs> Dab. Dab, uh, Nurse Joshua, Sons. I have uh, leftovers from my uh, McDonald's <laughs> breakfast. Would you mind just getting the napkin out and mopping my brow, please? <laughs> don't don't get the crumbs in the incision, mm. but please. Um, but no, listen, we 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 are here. Uh, we we are going to create something new, like something that no one has ever seen before. Oh, so well. <laughs> something that no one's uh, ever heard of before. Sure. I mean, uh-huh. this is probably a good uh, thread to go on, considering. The plagiarist's nightmare that was last week's episode, where we yeah dip dabbed that, and skipped that through plagiarism. <laughs> that that was flavor. We were we were using other universes to uh, reinforce the themes and the the motifs. I mean, some of them of... were. We did have Gromit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the problem was that Jay drew such a good facsimile of Gromit <laughs> that like any. Um, you know, legal basis <clears throat> for plagiarism. Uh, like that's that's going to be the image in court, basically. Look, I, I'm I'm sorry, um, Your Honor, but I, look, I tried drawing this mouse and I threw it, and I drew it as three circles. I'm very sorry if this mouse's face <laughs> looks anything like an existing mouse property, but it wasn't my intention. I swear. Listen, this is Nicky Mouse with an N, <laughs> completely original. No, look. We are gonna we're gonna make something new. This is this is a wonderful experience. This is where we, you know, listener, you don't know what this character is gonna be. This it, I, I'm excited. Like this is cool. How we just you know take all of our inspirations and glump it together around the framework that is a random name or prompt. We d- you know whichever one. And like I don't know. Do you ever do you ever just think about that? How we've done that like a hundred. Um, hundred plus times, like oh, every time something new. Yeah, mm. somehow we keep Relatively, doing it. Yeah. Um, such poignant statements from my <laughs> um, esteemed colleagues, esteemed uh, medical professionals mm. here in the lab, um, operating theatre. I don't know. That kind of sounds like we are excising a new character from someone else. I mean, um, that's kind of what we do let's be real like everyone you know steals um what what's that saying no that there's no new stories you you only write the same old things in new ways and it's like (sighs) a a very tired thought but we keep making things anyway because 
It's it's about the new way of doing it. Exactly. I mean, the, you know. the world needs sidetrack. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think of it like this, you know, I took electronics in school and every circuit, there's an input, there's a process and there's an output. Now, everyone's got same inputs, um, but no one's got the same process. You know, your brain is very different from everyone else's brain. And so it takes in information and combines it with other information differently. Mm-hmm. And then that output is going to be different. And sometimes two outputs are very similar, but they're not exactly the same. That's you know? a very beautiful metaphor, Dean. And I'm surprised it wasn't a travel metaphor. <laughs> no, it's an electronics metaphor. It's about the only other one I'm uh, capable of. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your brain is the processor and your uh, knowledge and experiences are different to someone else's. So any stories you do tell with similar elements are just going to end up, end up being different anyway. I would have kept that in the uh, tank for next week. I mean, you've used two occupational analogies this time. <laughs> Shit. I'm, I'll, I'll just end up saying a fart joke or something. <laughs> I'll just end up being all like, oh, let's all get on the train to creativity town. Beep, beep. Welcome to and the now- communal toilets. We're just gonna <laughs> poop out a new character. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna plop one out, flush it down. I've just I've just like burst into the delivery room where two doctors are just like cracking poop jokes, and it's like this is extremely unhygienic. Get that shit out of here. You're right. We need to scrub on again. Yeah. I have the generator this week. Um, you know, I I, I was thinking. Um, about how we are trapped indoors forever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the new reality. You know, I, I'm going to be honest, I try to find a haircut name generator, but there's not a lot <laughs> of those about. What? what were you expecting? People aren't creating new haircuts. Well, they probably um, are, but they're, they're the not one... thinking, what fun name can I give it? You'd be Surely surprised that's... how long it took me to find the correct name for the kind of haircuts I wanted back in the day. Like... You know, you, you try and search what you think it's called, and then the moment you actually find, like, a fashion magazine or something that uses a word, like, I don't know, just, for example, like, pixie cut, and you actually search that term, and suddenly the pictures that come up are way more specific. Like, it's mm. frustrating. Well, I've just had an idea how well. to solve that problem. Anyway, listen, um, you know, that was my first um, sort of lockdown quarantine mm-hmm. thought, but then I was like, no, you know what? The, the other thing I want, beside um, a haircut, is a new adventure. So I found the Adventure Title Generator, mm-hmm. which is an interesting one because um, we, we got three words to add to this, and the format is basically the X, Y, in the Z. Oh. So it might be the dumbest snail in the coffin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that an adventure? <laughs> we'll have to turn it into one if we get it. Um, so uh, we need a, a zodiac sign, a first initial, and the last digit of the y- year of your birth. That's quite Simples. a uh, abstract. For, uh, I'm normally used to first letter of your first name, this bit and this bit, but zodiac sign. Mm. We could take one from each of us to because you know there's three Ooh. of us. That's very true. And then no one will be able to s- steal our ID, which is like <laughs> clearly what this fucking thing's mm. fishing for. Um, okay, so uh, who wants to give us a zodiac sign? Uh, Scorpio. 
There you go. Uh, that's the strangest. Good, good, good. Uh, first initial Jade. Yep. Um, <laughs> the strangest llama. Here we go. Um, last year of birth year. That's me. That's an eight. That's mansion. The strangest <laughs> llama in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's that? Doctors? <laughs> Nurses? Who's that? Well, fellow Any surgical in- registrar Dean McKnight. Um, <laughs> hmm. Any initial thoughts? Initial thought that popped into my head was like, this is uh, some sort of... And, and please uh, allow me to be cliche for a moment, but like fashionable people who wear like different types of fur um so oh. like they're in some sort of sh- you know shitty overpriced mansion and they're a group that like each of them wears a different type so this one is the llama type also this this llama is part of a group yes okay 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 um that's that, all i, I got mean, so like, far you know yeah l- llamas are used for like um you know clothes and stuff um what else do we know about the animals um um, they come in many colorful pastel shades. If um, Expo is any indication to go off on, uh, what's the difference between a llama and an alpaca? Are alpacas, alpacas are more fashionable, aren't they? They're the fluffy ones. Uh, um, oh wait, am I getting them mixed up? I feel like llamas are just kind of. I mean, that's the one from Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. I could be wrong. This sounds like a job for our fourth writer, Google.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like, Difference. I mean, llamas are pretty oh, strange anyway, aren't they? Well, the key in differentiating between these two species, the llama and the alpaca, is by ear shape and length. Oh, so their their fluff is actually kind of similar. Mm. Um, llamas have longer curved banana-like ears, whilst alpacas have shorter, straight, and more pointy ears. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, I can see that. So. There's not a lot of difference between them, then. That's fine. I'd say um, that I prefer an alpaca by the look of it. They look a bit fluffier, a bit more rounder. <laughs> just, just your personal preference. Just my personal preference. Well, you know, well not... <laughs> we can have an alpaca in the mansion. <clears throat> you know, they can be rivals. <laughs> this, this mansion is kind of starting to sound like some sort of 2000s MTV series now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is the mansion. Here's the 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 strangest llama in the mansion. It's got some fucking simple plan ass theme song or something. Well, the, like, the next flavor flaves there too. I don't know. <laughs> well, the next um little tidbit that popped into my head is uh the um idea of selkie skin. Um, so like these these llama or alpaca jackets like. They put them on and they can transform into animals. Oh. Or it's vice versa and they are actually llamas and alpacas and <laughs> other fur-based animals. And these are, what? what's the word for it? Um, the, the humanoid, but there's like a, oh, the gajinkas. They're the gajinkas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All the gajinkas have gathered in the mansion. It's gajinka strange mansion. You've brought a curse word into our podcast, Jade. <laughs> the professional term is anthropomorphized. I, no, I think Gajinka's funnier. Gajinka is much funnier. You're, you are right. Um, 
And I guess that's what we're going with now. We we have to go with the funniest, uh, most entertaining option for everything. Okay, um, so why why are these gajinkas in this mansion? Uh, well, we've got two gajinkas so far. Um, mm. I mean, I guess aren't llamas and alpacas like from South America? Mm-hmm. Back back to Google. <laughs> you know, so maybe there's like a theme we can pull on there, um, filling this house full of native South American. Or just maybe they're just full of <laughs> how how animals confident we... are you in the animals of South America to fill an entire mansion with them, Dean? Yeah, Dean. Um, snakes. Oh no. Um, aren't tapirs from South America? Um, capybaras are from South America. Parrots, macaws, birds of paradise. Um, jaguars. Uh, um. <laughs> Well, What's we're looking. Okay, one? hold Panthers? on, hold on. We need to clarify something here, um, because I did make an egregious mistake in not clarifying this earlier. So uh, these these jackets—they're the skin of these animals, right? But mm-hmm. they're not animal skins. Does that mm. make sense? Like an animal hasn't been killed to make these jackets. Okay. So, like, I guess what I'm saying is, it has to be animals that you could. Oh well, well, well actually, does it? I'm, I was going to say it has to be animals that you can like take their fur and weave it into something. But if they're silky types, then I guess you could argue that it's just the animal skin. It's just that the animal hasn't died. The animals just shed it and become a human. What? Well, what animals have wool and like fibers that you can use? The, the ones I can think of, aside from the, the llama and alpaca, you got like sheep mm-hmm. and you've got s- 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 spider silk. Goats? Can we have a spider? Rabbits? Yeah, rabbits. Uh, b- bison? Oh. See, now we're getting a little Sentai team here for uh, Jay to break <laughs> the hand to draw on. Um, what? Like, those... those but, sh- but I'm not confident enough that I've said rabbit, and also with bison. Can you just shave those? <laughs> yeah, you know, you just like... Um, you hold them over in your lap like um, farmers do when they're shearing sheep with like the massive yeah. shears. Just do that with a bison. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Oh, fennec. Fennec fox. Do you, you, you wear fennec fox? Do you? F- fennec fur, I believe, is, is weaved. Again, the ethics aside, yeah, that that's, is a thing. That's what that I can't it... figure out. Now, now we're in some territory. Well, that's what I'm saying. So we need to clarify. These, these animals shed their skin like a selkie and wear it like a jacket. Oh. Mm. I think I get what you See, mean. See, like... So the animal hasn't died or been mm. shaved or whatever. It Like, how familiar are you with the with the myth of a selkie? Very familiar. Not very familiar. Okay, okay. So a selkie, if, as, if I remember correctly, is like a seal-type, mm-hmm. uh, mermaid-type myth. So basically a seal uh, comes on land takes off its skin and within it is a human mm-hmm. and the myth is like if you steal its selkie skin um it it's like bound to you or like you marry it depending on like the different oh. versions of the myth so depending there's like the pervert who tells you well exactly so there's <laughs> different like versions where you know they'll kill the person who has the skin to get their freedom back etc etc Right. Because they need their skin to transform back into their animal form and get mm. back into the sea. You know what? For simplicity's sake, let, let's let's do that. I think that's that's fine. Um, 
I guess um, I'm I'm nervous. I don't want to go down the sort of fur as murder route. Yeah, no, I I'm comic. all for the magic route mm. where it's just I took my skin off and wear it as a coat. Hmm. But like, I don't want to motivate them these heroes by like. I mean, okay, the fur industry is bad, but I don't want that to overtake everything else in the comic. No, of course, of course not. No, no, no. Okay, so let's let's put down a hard line. These these are magic gijinkas. <laughs> That's it. Yep. <laughs> they're in their MTV show um, where you know they're very fashionable people and they wear very fashionable clothes when they're not dressed up in their se- for simplicity's sake their selkie coats. Yeah. Um, you know. They're, they're very entertaining reality TV stars, but when crime strikes, they uh, dress up and they scrub on. Well, that's the, that's the show, surely. Mm. The show is now who in the mansion is going to be sent out today to solve that oh. crime? Oh, oh today's the alpaca. It's going to be like a Thunderbirds you... kind of deal. You know, oh, but 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 zips up jacket. Yeah, they've got, <laughs> they've got their little like their faces on a wall. You know, every, every, so, every so often, you know, part of it will flash and it's like, okay, this is a job for you, Llama, Bison, get out of here. And they'll do their little Are they going to be like, are they going to be voted off like each yes, week as yes. well Yes, yes, crappy heroes get voted out of the mansion. Oh my God. And of course, the Llama is the strangest Llama in the mm. mansion. They're like amongst the, the weirdest of these um, weirdo, sulky, um, fashionable, um, probably... 21 year old ass um, <laughs> superheroes. I mean, okay. have any of you seen like a modern day MTV show? It's. No. I try not to. It's like watching a zero G car crash. It's a remarkable spectacle <laughs> that should not be repeated. I mean, thank, thank goodness you're both here because, you know, now we can combine the two creative forces of Selkie Coats and MTV trash shows. <laughs> you know, we. <laughs> Where else can you say that you can find these kind of creative ideas brought together? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, our brains are unique and they come together to create one unique three-tier brain. They certainly are. And I think I heard your brain fire a little bit there, Josh. Did you I uh, did. have a little little it's something? Yeah, go because on. the reason why they're the strangest llama is because there's another llama who is the head of everything. Oh. Or maybe the host oh. of the show. Mm-hmm. But they kind of oversee okay. everything and assign the missions and stuff. Sure. So. What if what if there's three llamas? Here we go. <laughs> what if there's another llama that's a romantic interest? But being as this is um, capital M for Mansion TV um, drama show, of course, there's a lot of like you know fighting and sp- spats. You know, it's 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 your reality TV. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's an engineered. Yeah, engineered reality TV. So actually our main llama, so we'll, we'll call the main character the strangest llama, um, yeah. is not interested in the other like romantic llama. But boss mm-hmm. llama is like, well, this will be perfect for fodder for the show. And we've got we to gotta frame it so that they're into each other. And all these fights are actually sexual tension. <laughs> so it's like that shitty framing of a show where there's loads of cutaways, like, mm. you know, with... Just the the um, lone interviews, you know the ones mm. I'm talking about. Talking heads. Yep, yep, yep. That's the one. Yep. And every so often you hear this sound effect. <laughs> 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 
I was going to say the uh, the Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmares noise. That one. Yeah, yeah. I'll well, take your yeah. word for it. I do mm. not watch reality TV. <laughs> um, so could we say that this is going to be a comic that is split into, well, split in two? Um, it's going to be part superhero antics, part slice of life drama bullshit. Yes, absolutely. So it could be that, you know, Strangest Llama isn't the type of hero you'd expect to kind of succeed in this show. Mm-hmm. Which is hence why they're the strangest one. They kind of don't do things you'd expect of a hero. Well, they kind mm-hmm. of do, but they're just not crazy good. But they somehow keep on hmm. succeeding. Give me an example. One of their powers is spitting. It involves spitting somehow. Llamas are um, the spitting ones, aren't they? Again, they I'm making spit. an assumption here. <laughs> <laughs> Llamas spit. Art llamas spitters. See, that's one thing a lot of people don't realize. Um, like, yeah, they spit. To- yeah, they love. Eighty percent of kick. writing is research. They love to kick they and kick. they love to spit. There you go. A kicking, spitting hero wouldn't be thought of as the one to win, but yeah. they do it. They pull it off. Oh, you can just imagine this really cool. Like on the introduction, you've got like the lineup, and you've got you know the bison type, which is obviously you, you've immediately you can already imagine the kind of look that they have mm-hmm, muscly big bulky muscly hero and just mm-hmm. keep on working your way down like you've got rabbit who's like agile and then we've got llama who is just kind of <laughs> and they just spit off yeah. to the side they've got their hands <laughs> in their pockets so they're just like patooey and mm. it's like oh and uh llama <laughs> they could even have like so whenever i think of gajinkas i th- i just think of onesies is that right? okay? <laughs> I just not think quite. of like is that not a thing? Um, you know when you know when people draw human versions of Pokemon? Yeah. They don't always They're... have onesies. There's like um one of the artists we've had on here, uh uh Shanaz Mazeni, uh did um Gajinkas of like the different operating systems. Mm. So like Mac and Windows, uh except like Windows ninety five. Uh, and that those were just like Yep. And and those were just kind of like robotic humanoid characters so it doesn't have to be like a one so it's like they're almost like dressed like the aesthetics of them kind of it's at least in that case i suppose so like a llama they would have potentially like a really long like they could have a hood up and but it's like a longer hood than it needs to be Mm -hmm. and it looks like they're wearing a baseball cap but it's just the llama face Mm. there you go deal yeah okay you're you're right i think it makes more sense now i i for some reason i had onesies on the brain ah no i refuse to draw that many onesies <laughs> cool <laughs> um but yeah they're, they're not your typical superhero like um are, are they making their way up the rankings in pure skill then are they actually like genuinely skilled or are they lucky are they planning th- are they playing the game you know mm. i th- aha okay there's going to be more llama drama Mm-hmm. Hey. In that the host is also the parental figure of the Yeah, I was thinking Llama. this. Yes, yes, yes. And good, good, good. Because they're such a good hero and they've kind of moved over into the media thing, they want to keep that hero image. So they've enrolled. <laughs> Gotta keep llamas strong. Gotta keep the llamas strong. So, like, now see here, child. Uh, the llama family have been. <laughs> have have done have worked very hard to become the heroes that we are. Like we're not, you won't see us up there with the bisons or the rhinos or like that octopus guy. You know, 
we only have sorry that they have they have to spit in between yeah. all of these very <laughs> like dramatic conversations <laughs> they've got buckets in each room yeah. and like so whenever there's a specific conversation between parent llama and strangers llama it's it's punctuated <laughs> with patooies like you you can just see this imagine this interesting little visual of everyone look like maybe the uh, parent llama has like an office at the very top of the mansion and you can kind mm-hmm. of see the windows of it and strangest yeah. llama's gone up there and they're arguing and all you can see is just spit hitting the windows <laughs> like, everyone else is just watching it from above and you can just tell exactly what's going on from there mm. um, how strange but, but yeah so because the llamas had to work so hard because really they're not what you'd expect of a hero type parent yeah. llama is really trying to push for their kid to kind of become to up, keep up that image because otherwise mm. you know the show like oh remember that llama guy eh, llama hero doesn't well that's the thing that. the show's rigged surely yeah surely mm. at that point if um parent llama is um running things and they're trying to keep llama strong surely then it becomes yeah there, there's there's a conflict of interest yeah like mm. it's it's all engineered like all reality tv so it doesn't matter who's actually the most skilled It'll just be the most privileged who wins, mm. um, the one with the connections. Or maybe it could be like how, like the original, because wasn't like the original Big Brother that started out as actually kind of like a psychology experiment kind of show, and then sl- and then quickly devolved into just the circus that it is now. Yeah, I think like it was way more um, calm, and I guess you call it like neutered compared to like the the modern version of it, or like our perception of big brother now um but yeah, yeah you, you are kind of right so like it could be in a way that when uh big hero llama started the show it was very much a let's try and bring out the best heroes that we can make mm. <clears throat> and then it, it became on, more selfish mm, as they started to realize mm. that their own image was starting to be mm. diminished they started pushing up like llamas and stuff so maybe this makes our main strangest llama a bit cocky like Mm. because it's so engineered like they see themselves doing better than they actually are doing because they'll Mm. like you know watch the show themselves and be like wow i'm i'm just brilliant at what i do i could take on anything i'm better than all these other heroes um which you know can cause more drama llama time maybe that's how they gain the moniker of the strangest llama because they become so cocky, so self-assured that they can just pull off like wild shit and it'll just work. But it'll only work because it's all being like fixed by pop, uh, yeah. like the, the, the head llama. So, mm. you know, they're off like Han Soloing, like spitting behind and expecting <laughs> to hit someone. And yeah. they fucking do because, you know, a, a, a crony gets pushed in front of it or something like they. um. Oh, oh know, so all the others in the mansion are actually in on it. Um, like that, so so it's it's all engineered. So like this will be a late season. So this isn't the first season no. where, like you say, it it was just bringing in good heroes and will make them more popular via the show and boost their careers, and then they go out and you know do incredible hero work. Yeah. Now it's a fully engineered show mm. where these other heroes in the mansion aren't competitors at all. They are all there to boost the image of Strangest Llama. Oh god, this is now. Now we're getting sad because, like, this this means that all these other heroes are being paid off by by the head llama. Mm-hmm. And what what about this poor 
This poor strangest llama. Like, they're going to be humiliated when they get out and they well, that's start what fucking I, things up. That's what I was trying to say. Drama llama time. Oh, they're going to realize, oh, oh shit, a crime's going down. But there's, oh, there's no cameras around. Oh, it's fine. I can handle this by myself. So <laughs> it, it can be like the, the comic that you proposed earlier was like in two halves, the slice of life within mm. the mansion and the crime fighting. I think mm. we can use that to our advantage in that the slice of life stuff will build up this kind of found family aspect mm. and we'll take strange, uh, strangest llama on a journey of like becomes too cocky or even starts too cocky. Mm. Like the opening of the story is we just throw, throw the reader into this is the situation. This, this strangest llama is the best one in the mansion. Um, they're extremely cocky uh, and they do everything by themselves. But then, we take him down a peg as we realize, like, no, everyone's been doing it in support of Strangest Llama. All of it was engineered. So Strangest Llama has to go on this emotional journey of, like, was this found family actually family? Like, do they actually care about me? Or are they being yeah. paid to care about me? Are they real heroes? Or are they just pretending? Like, I think when you bring in this third Llama character as the love interest that can be the moment it starts to kind of fall apart where Strangest Llama realizes it's all been engineered. Mm. Yeah, like maybe the uh, the love interest slips up in some way and sort of um, uh, oh, so gives Strangest Llama like uh, a peek behind the curtain, so to speak. So what we're looking at is almost a Truman show, but with superheroes. Yes. Truman Show, but with superheroes um, produced by MTV. Also, I don't think it will be the romantic interest that will slip up if you allow me to propose something else. Mm-hmm. Go on. Instead, Strangest Llama is just not feeling it, but mm. feels like the romantic interest is being really pushy about it. And they're like, okay, well, I need to have a word with the higher-ups because, like... This is inappropriate, and I'm here to do a job. And also, like, we're a family here. It'll be fine. They'll understand. But when they explain that they're not into it and, you know, could they have a word, could the boss have a word with this other llama, the boss goes off like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. This isn't part of the plan. Could it kind of... So at that point, maybe Strangest Llama, um, something will happen that causes the top llama to re-engineer one of the scenarios mm-hmm. so like there'll be a wall that needs kicking down and normally you know it's the exact same thing that strange llama always does with their like dynamic entrance they mm. always kick it down but this time yeah. they can't for so- and it turns out that parent llama has engineered it so well that the love interest will and it's kind of a i control all of the I control all of this, so I can take you down a peg when I need to, and propel mm, up this other okay. armor instead. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, so this could be like a well. This other llama is better at this oh, than other, you, oh, actually. A, yeah, the other llama's a ringer. A, a ringer. Hmm? You know, like um, uh, someone you bring in when uh things are looking bad. It, it it's a sports term. I don't. Is this don't a wrestling it. term? <laughs> no, it's it's a, it's like a baseball term, like. Sounds um, like a wrestling term, if you ask me. That everything to you sounds like a wrestling term. Oh, um, rude. No, but like it, it's 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 someone who is brought in when the chips are down, like last ditch attempts. Um, I think 
Okay, well, I mean, going off of that basis then, yes, I, I think we're thinking of the same thing. So, like, this llama is brought in first to boost the image, mm. like, as as the ongoing plan was, you know, heading in that direction. Yeah. But then when it stops going according to plan, when our main character stops behaving according to the boss's wishes, they go, all right, well, change of tactics. We have this mm. other llama here. You know what? I bet they'd be better at... at following my orders than you are so then we have the wall incident takes our main character down a peg uh they start questioning things maybe after that well well mm, by that point they kind of know so if anything yeah they know they're trying to become a better hero from it they're yeah a real hero rather than an engineered one Mm. um okay and so you'd have this third llama we need to call should we just call him like fake llama faker Um, so, so fake llama is, you know, following the boss's every suggestion because they're like, yeah, sure. Fame, glory. I'll take it. I'll do whatever Mm. you say. You want me to kneel down? I'll do it. You want me to kick that wall? I'll do it. Um, and our main character has to realize like, oh shit, I I can't do this by myself. And they have to fall back on the found family that they've had all this Mm. time. Oh, get a little bit of training, get a little bit of advice. Yeah. Do some um, squats. I think we'd need to head in the direction with the story as well of teaching the boss that you can't control everything. Mm. Mm. May- well, maybe that's like a plot point. Like, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, like once they once the show's over and like whichever llama gets thrown into the wild, like they just do not do as well as expected because of like the the engineering that took place in the show. So mm-hmm. when they're thrown into like solving a real crime, they're just awful at it. And you know maybe that um, sort of sparks another event. Maybe the um, the the boss llama comes in and they're extremely angry at like being made fun of and uh, well having llamas made fun of for their superheroism um, failures. And, well, I think um, you know, part maybe... of it could also be that once you achieve a certain level of heroic kind of standing in the community you actually don't need to do that much heroing oh that's true it's like mm. it becomes more of a celebrity status than a hero status. like a, a preventative measure like your presence is enough to deter crime yeah like you're you're it's not even like you're not even like a symbol yeah. you're a llama who's known as the the best hero going no one would dare touch you because yes yeah. with you are the I, best i've managed to engineer such a image on you Mm. Like it could all culminate in like the, the the season finale of this show, which has the kind of semi world ending looking threat that um, means that once whoever wins the show achieves that status, where like who's going to want to touch the person or animal, I suppose in this case, who's going to want to touch this animal hero who managed to defeat this mm. that way? Yeah. On a side note. Um... It's extremely funny to me thinking of this in the Truman Show sense of people not living their lives because they're too busy watching Truman. Mm. Um, you just described like oh, the finale yeah. of this show as like a world-ending threat, and are people like watching this on TV and being like, "Oh, I wonder who's going to win." Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whoever wins needs to save you all because you're going to die if they don't. But it doesn't matter. Stop because looking at your screens, man. We, we, we've, had, we, we've had the show. It's been building up to this moment. We know that these heroes can do it because it's been engineered. That you know they can do it. <laughs> they can do it. They're superheroes. 
Oh, maybe that. Okay, maybe that's a a plot point then. Um, that like people watching it are like, yeah, we know it's all fake. We know it's all planned. But the heroes are facing a very real threat. Mm. So it's partly oh, so like part of the plot as well is boss llama controlling the public as well through the mm. program like this program itself is a tactic for calming the pu- the general public whenever there's a crisis mm. because it's like oh tune in when our heroes solve this problem live and it's like oh man oh well this is this is a fake reality tv show this isn't really happening and it's like no that really is happening but <laughs> boss llama has cleverly managed to you know through like um a double fake out like the the tv show is framing real life events as fake because mm. people watch a show and go oh that's been made up are we are we seriously going to take on like hoax culture and misinformation culture with this comic now as well because <laughs> this is a lot of we got a lot of cutters on this panel <laughs> there is a lot, a lot of layers of... going on sure yeah it all ties in like you you say that we're, we've got a lot of colors on this palette but they've all been mixed from one color. And that Desire color for llama. control. No, not llama. Control. <laughs> That's true. Just like the, the tip of the pyramid is control. Yes. Man, that it it feels good to have like a nice tip on that pyramid, you know? Like mm-hmm. a, 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 just a good um, theme running all the way through the comic, like a spinal column. Oh. Is that trying to go for the, the doctor thing again there? <laughs> oh. I mean, not not on purpose, but I'll go with it. I'll, Looking you know, here at the uh, the the skeleton that I've got next to me hanging in my office, I can see that we have mm-hmm. got the spinal thing done perfectly. And look at each one of these rib plot points. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to any aspiring uh, creators out there. If you're if you're trying to you know plot your story, you got to have a sturdy <laughs> spine that runs all the way through it, carrying all the important. Uh, you know, character arcs and um, narrative threads, much like the 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 nerves that travel through the uh, the spinocerebellar fluid and the 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 little platy things. Okay, all right, sit down, vertebrae. sit down, doctor. It's it's clever. Dean's Dean's anyway, that old retired doctor that was at it too long, and now he's just whispering in a corner like lots of technical <laughs> jargon. They're like, all right, grandpa. Your days in the operating theatre are over. You gotta cut the the arm yeah. off. That's come along, Dean. You've, you've dropped too many scalpels into this uh, chest cavity. Um, <laughs> so, a huh. couple of things that we need to figure out before we yes. wrap up. One, how does it end? Two, mm. what are they wearing this season? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, how? I think it's got to end with. Um, Loss of control, right? Mm. Loss con- I guess loss of control and finding your own footing in that chaos, I guess. Um, because um, uh, Strangest Llama has been in this very um, choreographed environment for so long. And maybe, you know, they find some comfort in that, where- whether or not that makes them feel good or not. They, they are safe in there they know that any crime that happens isn't gonna harm them or anyone they know because it's all gonna get wrapped up in a neat bow so maybe part of the journey for them is to accept the you know risk and um just face the uncertainty that comes with um 
escaping there, but also the um, the joy of the unknown, the joy of surprises, the joy yeah. of um, making your own effort in the world. Um, to to elaborate on that uh, and to quote uh, possibly both of your uh, recent favorite song, take control. They take back control of their own life. Yeah. Um, and uh, one thing I'd like to definitely like lampshade, I guess, is not necessarily specific to like their growth as a hero, but like they'd specifically choose to be friends with the other people in the mansion. Mm. Like, sp- like they'd go through a bit of drama llama time for a bit. Like, oh, these people have just been paid to be my, you know, mm. friends, colleagues, family. But the slice of life side of things in the mansion as the series goes on and after they figure out that it was all orchestrated is them actively choosing to be friends and family mm. with these people. I think, so um, I think that would be something that would have been planned by the boss llama. Like the plan all along would have been them to discover everything is fake and then oh start this God, giant fight. Oh, God, no, no. Yeah, it would have been part you of the... You fucking... What was the guy from Bleach? What's his fucking name? Like, Eisen. this was a plan all along. Yeah, fucking no, no. Eisen. No, 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 because, like, um, as as secretive as you can keep things, there's always the chance of things that, going, that they're going to leak. But right. on a reality TV show, arguments, that's that's the pulp you want to juice out of the, uh, the characters, right? Right. So what if, like, um, the, the headline was like, yeah... It doesn't matter too much if they find out. They're going to, like, be really mad with their friends, and that's going to, like, increase our ratings. Boom. Easy peasy. Backup llama, you're going to do the thing anyways. It's fine. But what if they're... Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa. All right, all right, all right. Go on, go on. (laughs) But what if their act of control is to sort of forgive the friends um, and have... Move on from that and just uh, overcome those differences and not sort of bow down to the expectations of that reality show format. That's fine. That that in itself, as long as that latter part is not part of Eyes no, and Lama's plan. plan. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. You worried me for a second there. I think we could potentially do both, but not in a bad way. Okay. So all of so it kind of also comes down into this idea of becoming true heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have a point where all of the the housemates have kind of decided to band together and try and take control back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what this will do is we'll have the final threat be something that can be controlled by the parent llama if they need to. So some kind of robotic presence, mm-hmm. which is then sabotaged by some of the housemates so they can no longer have control over it. Oh, okay. So basically the scenario kind of becomes almost real in the sense, more real than it was before. Because obviously beforehand it could have destroyed everything, but it's going to be one of those things where it goes to punch a hero, but it stops just shy due to increased drama. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the, the Syndrome fight in Incredibles. Mm, yes, actually, that's a very good thing. Yeah, the Syndrome, think Syndrome fight in Incredibles, but with more animals. But what we get yeah. from that is now as it's a free scenario, all those heroes can actually try and save the day, Mm -hmm. which they do. And whilst watching that, Parent Llama realises that they they actually have got this really great hero coming up. Mm. So it kind of was their plan, but the hero did it in... But Strange Llama did it in their own way. 
Mm-hmm. Their own strange way. Yeah, you catch me drift? Yes, but my question to both of you is, what is our... What is Boss Llama's intent? So not like... At the moment, the way it sounds is that they've made a fake life for their child Mm -hmm. and forced their child down a path regardless of what the child wanted and Mm. controlled their child, but also at the end were like, but I was also planning for your happiness all along. Like, what was their intent? Were they... Oh. Were they a bad parent or a good parent or in a morally gray area? <laughs> um, I think they're a bad parent. Like this mm. is like one of those parents. This is this is your your uh, pageant parent who. Um, oh, that's is, a good. Yeah. That's a good mm. uh, metric. Yeah. Yeah, just like a pageant parent that's too involved with their own legacy. Maybe maybe it started innocently because um, you know how these very skilled um, kids come about is that they, you know, they get basically uh, le- taught from birth to, mm. uh, you know, play tennis or golf or um, chess or what have you. Like, maybe it started like that, but then um, it got warped along the way. Maybe mm. um, they tapped too much into their own failings as a superhero, uh, Boss Llama. And, you know, that got twisted. And so they started choreographing everything. Um, you know, it's it started with the the schedule for mm. the the training, and then it got wider and ro- wider. It started, um, it, it went from competitions to fixing competitions to mm. fixing crimes to becoming a reality TV producer <laughs> to starting your own reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. All, so all just to to make their family name look good. Yeah. So when we have this happy resolution at the end, where after whatever goes wrong goes wrong and there's a very real threat and our mansion heroes take it out mm-hmm. um and um strangest llama is you know happy comfortable mm-hmm. with their own skills and their mansion family would you think yep. there'd be like a kind of conversation between them and boss llama where boss llama is like Oh, I'm. I've always wanted your happiness. This is what I've wanted for you all along, and so mm. they're kind of framing it in a way that they also orchestrated this point, like this end oh. point that we're at. Which would do you not think that would like frustrate our hero? And we'd have to have this kind of moment where Strangest Llama has to decide: do they do they fucking take Boss Llama down a peg? You know, do they insist, like, no, you didn't do this, I did this, I made this happiness for myself? I think Boss Llama would almost convince themselves that they had a part in this because of all the, Mm. um, you know, how they've sort of orchestrated everything previously. But yeah, there Mm. would definitely definitely be that moment where Boss Llama's like, hey, this this is all because of me, like, I did this for you. Yeah, this is all me. And then, like, I think that would make Strangest Llama just, like, snap. Just be like, no, I did this. Mm. This, you know, I I planned this. I can't figure out the exact wording of it, but there's a kind of, like, thing of, no, I'm a hero and you're the villain. Yeah. This is the way it was always going to go. The way I'm Mm. seeing it in my mind's eye is, like, a kind of manic moment after the fallout of, like, the loss of control over everything else. Mm-hmm. 
this would be like a last ditch attempt in their mind for boss llama to be like see see i did a good i i'm mm. i'm great at this i still and you know in the in their mind they're like i still have control over the situation mm. so this uh, would be like yeah. the final final what's the word i'm looking for they're like still in denial that they've lost control over everything because mm. maybe mm. they'd lose it a little bit when they see all the heroes doing their own thing and an actual real threat that they don't have control over they'd be like what what do i do what do i do mm. um so when it all turns out fine they're just like fall back into yeah, their I old pattern that. of yeah i did this that was me i did mm. that um so this would be the moment where strangest llama would have to break through that denial and get them to see yeah. what they've done mm. yeah that's a very good uh plot point to bring up jade sarson expert storyteller um <laughs> but now but now we don't need expert storyteller we don't need uh dr sarson we need illustrated jade sarson what's this oh, character do we have learn? time <laughs> I think we, we... We, can, we can squeak it in mm. Because, I mean, all I was thinking was, I will design some coats that resemble animals. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast <laughs> where we uh, once again uh, dig into parent issues and how kids can rebel against uh, their, um, the, the people who rule over their lives for 18 of their whole years. Um, thank you for letting us indulge in this. Thank oh, you for sitting. I guess so. Thank you for sitting in the theatres. <laughs> Unless, unless you've got any last ideas for costumes, Josh, I, I, I know you enjoy dressing up our little dollies. Yeah, I think with the llama, I was just thinking of puffy round shoulders. Yeah, you know so that, that doflamingo flamingo coat. No, but it's only the shoulders, or like, just the shoulders, or like kind of segmented fluff. Hmm. Mm. Basically, take what the people look like in Geordie Shaw and turn them into superheroes. Don't know what that tough. is. Don't care to. <laughs> no, oh. I was thinking just a kind of like mixture of what you would expect a traditional superhero suit to look like. Mm-hmm. Make it kind of fluffy and then throw some colour on it. Some splashy colour to make it look fashiony. Thanks, fashion. client Josh. <laughs> that, that's, that's my brief. I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll do my... Uh, I'm sure you'll do it very well. Oh, it's very clear. Yep, yep. yep. You know, mm-hmm. Clearest brief of all time. You know how I tell you to not forget to uh, listen to the end of the episode before doing the illustration? <laughs> yes. Yeah, mm, yeah you're, you're good on this one. You're good on this one. Thank you all <laughs> Jade, for listening. Jade, all I need you to do, make it pop. Oh, make it pop. Yeah. 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 Gotta make got it, it dynamic. You got it. Good. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Josh, make yourself useful, actually useful, and tell them uh, <laughs> what they can do to help support our podcast. Oh, but make sure this ad pops, Josh. Yeah. Make it pop. Hey, it's, got a go. it's me, Josh. Do you know what's cool? <laughs> Reviewing podcasts. Yeah. Go to your SoundCloud, your Apple Podcasts, your Google Podcasts, and leave a review. We love them. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe I'll put some effects on that as well. I, I, just, I think uh, I've almost shocked myself so much. I don't know what else to say. Um, whatever review you leave for us, we'll stick in... Um, whatever handle you leave, we'll stick into a generator. Obviously, we don't expect you to leave your uh, Zodiac sign and uh, birth month and stuff. Actually, please don't, because yeah. um, that'll make us suspect number one in case uh, a crime happens yeah. to you. Yeah, um, 
But also, as ever, that burpee word is always appreciated, even if it's not in a star rating. So go over to Twitter, BBR underscore podcast, where you can speak to us and just share podcast stuff. That stuff being on the following Monday. Well, no, it's been Mondays, actually, a lot recently. Yeah. I don't just say, like, the week after the the podcast has been released. Um, Jay's been, you know... Doing, I doing do some, my best. Yep. Good <laughs> even illustrations. If, even if on the Sunday I have a massive tantrum and be like, this is utter shite, but then Monday morning I go, that'll do. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I mean, that, that was one of your resolutions, so that's fine. Yep. Um, <laughs> you'll get an illustration. And this week it's going to be jazzy. Oh, is it? <laughs> there you go. Add that yeah. to the, uh, the, the board, Jade. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a mood board for you, Jade. I'll I'll send it over to you uh, after we finish this. Of course, of course, yeah. What we need to do is kind of, we need to synergize the (laughs) ideas of fashion, superheroics, and animals. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll pop you an email, Jade. I'll pop you an email. I'll just read Animal Man. It'll be fine. It's fine. I'll 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 touch base with you later. We can uh, (laughs) we can we can reconnect over a regarding uh, your previous email. I hope uh, this finds you well. <laughs> well I hope well, this finds you suffering. We'll, 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 we'll work it out. I'll, I'll just look over your shoulder whilst we draw and I'll just point it every so often. Josh, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> it's a pandemic on, man. Why are you... <gasps> You've been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean, Dr. Story McKnight. Uh, I'm Jade Jazzy Synergized Sarson. And I'm Josh Pop Popping Off Randall. I'm so sorry about that last one. Good night, everyone. Have a good, have a good day. You be kind to yourself and everyone else, and just have a, a jolly ollie day. Okay, Grandpa, time to get you back to your corner <laughs> no, now. Just have a good, just have a really nice one. Just a bye. Bit.